0: Goddess Got Goals, episode 17. You can't be motivated if you're sick, tired, or in pain, and what to do to help yourself out of it and just feel better. Let's unpack this. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body, and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in health, strength and body shape. Fast forward 15 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness and strength training and creating my own approach to women's wellness, Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training delivered in our unique community studio as well as through our online community and tribe with the Warrior Goddess Body I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by our brand new masterclass, how to get into your best shape yet from home with little to no equipment with results guaranteed and for free. So give me just 60 minutes of your time and you can be wearing your PJs and slippers. I don't care. And I'll teach you exactly how to ramp up your metabolism, burn off fat, even in those hardest to shift places, you know where I'm talking, ladies, and transform your body to become lean, strong and curvy, all of which you can do from the safety and comfort of your home. I created this masterclass for one purpose, to get real results for real women with real bodies, but wanted more. Whether you've tried every exercise program, downloaded all the freebies, whether you've done every weight loss club, but the results are nowhere near you feeling like you're proud of the body that you have. And even if you don't want a warrior goddess's body, heck, you just want a leaner, more toned body, then this is for you. Join me and find out exactly why what you're doing is not working, why it is not about eating less and moving more. The reason we get results we know what works, and we're ready to spill our guts and share it all with you. Come on over to com forward slash masterclass. Sign up for free now. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Well, hello there, my lovely goddesses. How are you all today? It's podcast day. I am so excited to get to talk to you every single week, and I feel like it's such a privilege and a just a really nice way to connect with y'all y'all out there so thank you so much for spending your time listening uh today's topic is going to be a great one i know i say that about all of them <laughs> but this one in particular is something that i get all the time is um a lot of the times when i talk about you know the things that i do on a daily basis or my routine or or sharing things on social media a lot of the responses are, oh, I wish I could do that, but I'm always really tired or I've got this injury or um, I'm on this certain medication, which means I can't or things that, that are just really stopping people from being their best selves, from feeling good, from feeling um, feeling good in their bodies. Um, and yeah, I wanted to kind of like unpack this. I want to talk to you about basically how it's almost impossible to be motivated to pursue any sort of fitness or strength or body shape change goals if you are sick, tired, or in pain. Yeah? So let's unpack this a little bit. First of all, when I talk about being sick, tired, or in pain, what I'm talking about here is that you either have a condition, so maybe you have a medical condition or Um, you suffer from things like fibromyalgia or ME or, um, other hormonal imbalance issues, thyroid issues. Maybe you have diabetes. Maybe you have, um, other issues that really do affect your energy and ability to be consistent. Um, when I'm talking about being tired, what I'm really referring to here is like burnout, tired, like adrenal fatigue, um, maybe, you know, viruses like Epsom bar, again, M E M S fibromyalgia, which can also cause a lot of tiredness and fatigue. Um, and maybe you are tired because of hormonal imbalances. Um, and also when I talk about in pain, maybe you are somebody who's had an injury, maybe you've been in a car accident, um that's generally one of the biggest ones has been in some sort of a car accident even years ago and it hasn't quite recovered maybe you've had an injury from running um that one's a big one too maybe you have had babies and that's caused your hips or lower back to be an issue maybe you sit at a computer and at a desk all day every day um or maybe you just feel like you're running done a little bit (laughs) like you're you know achy and and got all those kind of like aches and pains um And when you are feeling any of these sorts of things, it feels like the biggest mountain of all to try to even want to start to do something like exercise with weights, right? Like if I really try that on for you, I am like, there ain't no, I mean, if I can barely get out of bed mentally or emotionally or physically, I ain't wanting to exercise. Like, are you kidding me? So what we're going to do is we're going to look at ways and things that I have used to help either myself um, or help clients to even get their mojo back. And I call it their mojo because I feel like if you get a little bit of a sense of a boost or a little bit of a kickstart, it's just easier to make those habits, um, those, those choices towards making those habits. So first of all, I'm going to share my own story. So about, let me think how long ago it would have been about five years ago. Um, I was, yeah, I think it's at the start of my kettlebell journey. So maybe even longer than that, maybe about seven and a bit years ago, I, um, was in kind of a running phase. I had trained and ran for a marathon and Josh was about four so maybe it was as many as like 10 years ago, actually, <laughs> between seven and 10 years ago, Josh was uh, training for a marathon. Uh, Josh was a little boy. I was training for a marathon and I'd run that marathon and kind of got a bit of the running bug. I'm um, not somebody who's a natural athletic person. I've always said that I'm not very um, naturally athletic. I'm actually built more for sprint bursts. That's why I enjoyed team sports when I was at school. But um Long distance running seemed like a good idea at the time, probably because it's easy in terms of you just stick on your shoes and away you go. And then the difficulty or the challenge part is trying to go longer and further and building that up. But we all know that if you're somebody who's done any sort of running, just how hard that is on your body, on your knees, on your joints, on your shoulders. And because I'm not naturally built for long distances, I did find that very difficult. But I thought that that was just part Of the challenge, right? I thought that that's what you should be feeling, that you should be feeling in pain. So it was during a time where I decided that I was going to go for a second marathon. I was self employed at the time trying to build my business, but it was just, I think now that I'm thinking about it, it was just as the, um, the debit crunch, credit crunch was coming in. So that would have been about what, 2008, 2009. And it was at that point that I was like, okay, yeah, you know, things are getting stressful and I think the stress of the training, the stress of my business, the stress of all of that financial issues, I actually ended up being quite ill and retrospectively, I've had practitioners tell me that what I what I did to myself was that I got Epstein-Barr, which, which is like a... Uh, an adrenal virus, basically. It basically completely wipes you out. I got really bad vertigo sim- uh, symptoms where I would wake up, the room would spin. I literally felt like I was going to throw up, um, from sheer nausea of it. I couldn't drive. I couldn't lift my head. I couldn't do so many, so many things. <clears throat> and, uh, apologies. It's only when I go to start to talk that this always happens. Yeah. So, um, Basically, I found out that I I had this. So I'd gone to the doctor. Doctor prescribed me some drugs, of course, which didn't work, of course. So I sought out help from other possibly alternative or holistic practitioners. That's when I met my, my kinesiologist at the first time. And that's when I was diagnosed also with a gluten sensitivity and he says, I think a lot of what's going on for you is first of all you you do have adrenal fatigue your adrenals are shot and he gave me some things to help with that and he did some adjustments to my neck I was grinding my teeth so bad at the time through stress that it was actually giving me headaches and also contributing to the vertigo and also that my reliance on eating bread and cheese all day every day as a vegetarian was catching up on me and my um my my leaky gut that i got as as a response to eating too much bread and cheese gave me a um Gave me basically gave me vertigo, um, gave me really bad IBS and I wasn't absorbing a lot of nutrients. So I wasn't getting a lot of energy from my food. And although I was eating really well and I was taking really high quality supplements and I was looking after myself in terms of what I was consuming, none of the things that I was consuming was actually going into my bloodstream because of the fact that I was eating a lot of gluten and dairy. So I was very lucky that I got that diagnosis because at least I had something to work from, you know, as a vegetarian, the idea of giving up gluten and dairy was horrible. Um, And also as a um, somebody who was very active at the time and had a health based business Don't for I was a health coach during that time as well. It felt really weird to me that I was constantly being, you know, I was constantly suffering from, you know, sinus issues and the vertigo and the, the fatigue. And it just seemed very strange to me. So I started a um a plan of action. So my plan of action between what my healthcare practitioners were telling me was that I needed to sort out my gut health specifically. I needed to cut back on gluten and dairy. I actually got to the point where I gave both of them completely up. But I cut back to begin with and then was taking certain supplements to help with that. And I did a candida cleanse um, where I just juiced and had a lot of alkaline vegetables and other certain things and literally healed myself in about six weeks. It took about six weeks from start to finish. During that time, I also went from being self-employed to employed. I got a job because my business was really being hit by the credit crunch um, and I moved house not long after that too, all of which was really stressful at the time, but I knew would give me peace of mind on the other side. So um but during this time I focused on the nutrition, I focused on getting help from certain health practitioners, I took certain um herbs and supplements and other things to look after my adrenal health, etc. Um, but also I understood my lamentations. I prioritized rest and meditation, um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about all of those things. So, what I want to t- what I want you to get from this particular story is that one, I know what this feels like. You know, full on burnout, full on adrenal fatigue, vertigo symptoms, which are completely incapacitating and debilitating. How you think you're a healthy person on the outside because you're fit. You're like, I'm running and I was looking after myself, but I was waking up every morning in pain in absolute pain across my back and my shoulders. And I was like, and I know the difference between dumb pain and just sheer aches and pains within my joints, et cetera. So I kind of know where you're at. Like I know what it's like to take gallons and gallons of, painkillers to try to get through the day. I know what it's like to have your world turn upside down, to not want to get out of bed, to literally feel. the only peace that I had in my day was that first couple of minutes before just as you wake up before you open your eyes because that was I could I didn't have a spinny head. It didn't it, the nausea hadn't kicked in yet. And it was only when I first moved and moved my body that it just I literally lived my waking life like that um I had a similar thing happen again about two and a half years ago um again I'd, I'd opened the studio at this point I was teaching uh 18 classes and about I think I was teaching five five high intensity classes a week and too much high intensity training especially for a woman at that time I was 40 41 and um I hadn't done a lot of research about the impact of training on hormones, actually, in the last two years. And because of that issue, I have literally spent all this time training and learning about how hormones affect our our bodies, how they affect our energy, how they affect what we should be eating and how we should be training. Uh, All of this we have now put into and now teach as part of our six-week transformation challenge and as part of our VIP Wheel of the Year community. Um, however, um, I experienced a smaller version of what had happened during, um, my vertigo, my burnout, uh, but this was through an injury. So I had, I did injure my neck, um, a little bit, um, but it didn't heal. I would heal very quickly. I can recover very quickly because I do look after myself in terms of my nutrition, but it was during that time as I was getting really quite stressed, um, putting a lot of stress on my body with the hit style training and maybe consuming a little bit more cheese than I would have that when I was going to the physio, it wasn't getting any better. During my hormonal period, it was absolute agony. I did go to the doctor to get the highest form of anti-inflammatories because of the pain. I started taking CBD oil, which did help for a little bit, um, but it was just so bad. I couldn't get an appointment with my kinesiologist that I go to, but I stalked her and I eventually got an appointment and she told me basically that my leaky gut was back and that I just had to heal it. And again, certain things to avoid in my diet, certain supplements to take to, to boost the issues that were, that were happening. And within six weeks, again, I'd healed myself. So the moral of the story here is. One, know thyself, which is a really big thing I want to talk about today. I'm going to kind of unpack that. Two, you know, take responsibility. There's no doctor. There's no trainer. There's no health coach. There's no even healthcare practitioner that is going to do it for you. Although you may need to seek out the, for me, when I, when I'm in pain or when something's not right, I will go to every single source, I will go to the doctor, I will go to a physio, I will go to a kinesiologist, I will seek out advice from friends. But ultimately, whatever information I'm given, it's up to me to act on that information and be consistent to actually heal myself. Yeah, it's they don't heal me, I heal myself. So know thyself, you know, take responsibility to heal thyself. And also, um, understanding the, there's a causal effect in place, a causal effect, meaning I make these choices and these are the effects of those choices. A lot of the time when it comes to pain within our body, we kind of stay fuzzy with the fact that the choices that we have ma- are making are causing these effects. And maybe because the, it's not instantaneous, i.e. I eat the gluten and I don't feel bad for three days, seven days, six weeks, or for 3 decades or 4 decades I've been doing this to my body and then why is my body suddenly not feeling so good yeah causal effect so I'm not going to leave you in the poo I always say that I'm not going to leave you feeling like oh my goodness you know what what am I going to do I'm going to give you some tips today of how to help you do to, to move beyond get your mojo back to move beyond being sick tired or in pain so that you can think about it pursuing your fitness goals body shape change goals etc so here is my first uh, my first tip or my first thought for you thinking about thy know thyself is ask yourself the question am I truly making the best choices for my body in terms of my nutrition and supplementation now I This is where I generally hear the response of, but Lisa, I do eat relatively healthy. Now, if you listen to my last podcast or maybe about three or four podcasts ago, uh, especially the one that's about eating healthy and eating for fat loss, is that the concept of healthy is so subjective that it's not measurable. It's not definable. healthy for you is different to healthy for me, but also healthy is not something that's defined in a book. Yeah. You know, if you look up nutrition, that's different. You know, if you understand, you know, that the nutritional content and nutritional values of certain foods and supplements, etc., that's nutrition. That's not health. Okay. Or eating healthy foods because eating healthy foods is not enough to understand what your body needs in terms of either you're giving it too much of something or too little of something. In my experience of women, and this is a big sweeping statement, but I totally stand by it, in my experience of women, the majority of women who come to me are are nutritionally deficient. I'm just gonna leave that there for a second. Nutritionally deficient. You're malnutritioned. Okay. Now, how can women in this day and age, in this modern world, be malnutritioned? But we are, because we don't understand some of the key nutrients that we need, not only for daily living, but supporting our, our immune systems, supporting our hormone and endocrine systems, understanding the effect blood sugar has on all of those systems, understanding the effect that it has on our stress levels understanding gut health all of these things yeah so that's my very first thing is understanding that it's your responsibility to learn what eating the right thing at the right time for the right reason for you and your body is now this is what we teach as part of our six week transformation challenge and our and our vip community which is all about carb cycling and that the purpose of which specifically is body shape change and fat loss. However, what this process also teaches is, um, eating food for the right purpose, understanding when to eat carbohydrates, when to eat lean, uh, green leafy veg, uh, why green leafy veg is so important and it needs to be the forefront of your diet. Um, Where you get your magnesium from, where do you get your vitamin D from, where do you get your phytonutrients from, are you consuming enough phytonutrients um, as antioxidants to help with the oxidative stress that's happening within your body. These are the things that I, I recommend that as a woman, but even more so as a mother and maybe a role model to a family, it is your duty to do that. Now, I'm not trying to guilt you here. I'm not trying to guilt you into saying that you are not educated, you are not whatever. And I'm not saying that you need to turn yourself into a nutritionist or a personal trainer and go and study qualifications. But I do want for you to be an educated woman when it comes to this. We don't teach this in schools. It's ridiculous that we don't teach this in schools. We teach a little bit about biology. If you did anything like my education, it was, we teach a little bit about biology. We teach a little bit about home economics and baking some bread, but you're not taught in anywhere, maybe a little bit in chemistry about some, you know, things like vitamin C and stuff, but you're not taught about the basics of nutrition. And that's such a shame. It really is such a shame. One, it's not that complicated two it can change your your whole life and also three as the role model to your family whether you've accepted that role or not it is essential that you're teaching this and passing this down to your children because you want them to be healthy too right so what would i suggest for that now you need to find a trusted source of information I have put myself out there as being somebody that's a trusted source of information for teaching you about, um, nutrition and health and eating like a woman, which is part of what we say here at Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training, but you can see, you can seek out other, um, sources. Um, I will share some in the show notes of this podcast. Um, some of the people that I've studied under, uh, for example, the all day fat burning diet and the all day energy diet books from Yuri Al-Khaim are a great source. Um, The one that I read recently, Woman Code and In The Flow books from Alyssa Vitti of Flow Living, which is all about eating with regards to your hormone health. Great resources. Um, Where else would I point you in the direction of for basic information about nutrition? Um, Those are the two that I'm going to give you. I don't want to give you too many, but those are the ones that I personally studied under um, and use as main resources for women uh, with regards to energy and with regards to also body shape change and with regards to hormone health. Um, Yeah, those are the ones I'm going to talk about for sure. Those two. I'll put those in the show notes for you. Okay. Um, And also those are the ones that I pull from as part of our eat like a woman, train like a warrior, feel like a goddess Um, concept uh, and teaching you how to eat through your cycles teaching you through through how to um, eat for energy how to eat based on your stage of life and also teaching you what to eat when and for what purpose because that's really important to learn that so that's number one that I would definitely give you as as a tip to help you to stop feeling so sick or lack the energy and also supplementation. I know some people think this is a bad word. I do need to do a separate podcast altogether on supplementation and I really, really will. But some people are like, but I don't want to take potions and pills. Are you taking medication? Are you taking over the counter prescribed medication? Then you're taking potions and pills. People say, I don't want to take supplements because most people say that they aren't even absorbed. This is true. There's a lot of supplementation out there that's not, but guess what? There's a lot of supplementation out there that is, and you just need to know which ones are essential and the good brands to buy, all of which I can help you with because that's what I help with women. And there's key essentials that I say for every woman that they need, no matter what. You need 400 milligrams of magnesium before bed. You need... A vitamin D with vitamin K supplement, which is going to help boost you, your energy, your gut um, and hormone health, specifically help you to fight against things like breast cancer. Uh, You need a probiotic to help your gut and to make sure you're digesting all of the food and that the food that you are consuming is actually going into your bloodstream. You need a vitamin B12 and a vitamin um, B complex, which is going to give you energy and support your muscles support your joints support your um energy levels and also in relation to hormones as well it's really important um and then an omega as well omega 3 6 and 9 go for a vegan one unless you are a meat eater and then you could choose one that is um, fish based uh, again you need to make sure you pick a good one i can give you suggestions on that in fact you can go and i'll put this link again also in the show notes to go to our online shop at www.warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash shop. But this is going to be episode number 17. You can find episode 17 show notes again at warriorgoddesskettlebelltrainingcom forward slash podcasts with an S forward slash 17. Okay, so supplementation. Honestly, if you want to... A lot of the time when we feel the aches and pains and stuff that we have is as an effect of either something that we're consuming that's causing uh, an allergy reaction within our bodies and an inflammation reaction in our bodies, and we're not consuming enough of the nutrition. You need to have your gut health working well. Magnesium and the probiotic will help your gut to absorb the things that it needs to, Uh, magnesium will help you sleep it'll also get rid of a lot of your aches and pains that you're having um, and also helps to regulate it's something that you have to have to think about um, consuming it doesn't cost a lot and it's a great thing that you can do for yourself pretty quickly in relation to that probiotic again there's some everyday ones that you can start with Um, again the ones that I suggest on my online shop this will help you to absorb the things that you actually need to absorb and help to heal your gut the other way that we heal our guts as part of our, um, our programs and also part of our five day Pruthi challenge is through using spirulina or Coralina uh, or Corella, which are seaweed based alkalining powders that you can add to your smoothie to make what we have, which is our green goddess smoothie or green goddess Pruthi. And we call it a Pruthi because it's a protein smoothie, because also protein can be one of those things that you are lacking in your diet, because it's the thing that's going to help you to feel fuller. It's going to help you to change your shape. It's going to help you to boost your metabolism, but it's also going to stop stop you relying on carbohydrates, specifically bread-based carbohydrates and gluten and wheat-based carbohydrates, which in my experience, ladies, is the thing causing you pain. I promise you, people don't understand that I know... I I don't eat gluten very often. In quarantine, I've eaten it a little bit more because um, of our lack of choices in terms of sometimes I've had enough. Can't eat, uh, can't cook dinner anymore, can't do any more dishes. And recently I've had, um, I think over the last 14 weeks, I've eaten gluten twice, which is quite a lot for me. I maybe only eat gluten three times a year, right? Uh, For special occasions or things like that. And like cake yeah, you know where I'm going with that. Um, but, um, I did, and I have to tell you three days later, I can feel it. It's like the pain across my shoulders, the ache, the tiredness, the grogginess, the, like, I feel like my fogginess in my brain, my resistance to want to move very far or do very much. It just makes me feel like I've swallowed a cloud. Um, my, I feel bloated in my belly. It tends to give me, you know, uh, cramps and, um, even diarrhea. And it also, um, just makes me feel really crap. Now, if you're saying to me, well, it doesn't really affect me that way. I double dare you to not eat it for seven days and then eat it on day eight and tell me that you don't feel different. Um, Then generally, it generally happens to me that it doesn't happen on the day of eating either. It's three days later, which is why I think also hump week, is is my theory I had once, is that Wednesdays, the reason why we feel so bad on Wednesdays is if we've eaten gluten uh, and, and drank probably alcohol over the weekend, it takes three days for it really to hit in your system and for you to feel bad. So that would be my suggestion to you, is noticing the things that are causing allergies within the body. The most allergenic foods are, Gluten, dairy, meat, sugar, and artificial sweeteners. Okay, are the worst ones. So again, notice when you eat those, how that feels in your body. Yeah. Um, and try try just stop eating them for a while and see if that actually helps. In my experience, it will a hundred percent help, but I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to try to empower you to try things but to try them properly, not just say, well, I did that for 24 hours. No, seven days, try seven days and see how it goes. When I was healing myself from my, um, from both of those times, the vertigo. And then the second time when I was re-healing my gut, it was six weeks. I didn't consume any dairy and gluten again. And six weeks that I took a green Pruthy every day, six weeks. I took the supplements that I had to take to also help to line my gut every single day for six weeks. I followed the plan to the letter for six weeks because I was like, I am not going to feel that way. You, if somebody had to tell me I had to stand on one leg and put my finger in my ear for six weeks and I would feel better, I would do that. If it's a trusted source, of course, but do you know what I mean? Like if I'm in pain or if my energies are really bad or if I'm feeling really crap, and I know that I have a trusted plan of action from a source of information that I truly believe in, there's not something you could tell me that I wouldn't do and wouldn't be consistent at. that. Okay. So that's the sort of drive I want for you. If you feel bad, what wouldn't you do to feel better? Yep. And then the third tip I want to give you, which is, so I've told you about, um, allergens that you can choose to take out. Take responsibility is a very important one. Um. Choose to take things out or choose to add things in, in terms of the supplements, because that's going to give you something pretty quickly. You're going to feel better in a matter of days, maybe a week for both of those. Removing certain things that you think are triggering you and adding certain things that you know that you are depleted of, within seven days, you'll start to feel better, for sure, 100%. And then the third tip I wanted to give you, um, which is more about if you're in pain, is understanding the difference between I'm eating something which is causing me pain within my body versus I have an injury and I need to figure out how to strengthen that injury. So a lot of people who come to me go I've I've got a sore shoulder and I go okay well then we'll just look through that when you're doing your workouts but you need to understand that sometimes when you are doing certain moves because we're trying to strengthen that and although we're going to go on lighter bells or we're going to take the bells away altogether it's still going to be uncomfortable while you strengthen and balance out your body yeah so understanding the difference between pain that Is a signal to your body to stop versus pain that is i'm needing to grow and strengthen that area is really important so again it comes down to understanding your body and therefore if there is a niggle or there is a a a a warning light of something that you seek out and do the thing that's necessary to recover foam rolling doing stretches doing mobility work going to get massages or adjustments from chiropractors um or kinesiologists a lot of the times i see that ladies for some reason don't spend their time and or their money on seeking out professionals whose job it is to look at your structural health like chiropractors and kinesiologists have studied for years to only focusing on your back your bone, your spine, and your muscle health, yeah? So unlike a general practitioner like a doctor whose structural understanding of the body, depending on whether they've specialized or come from a different area, is probably a couple of months, yeah? Because they need to know about a wide range of stuff, not you know specifically knowing stuff. And if you go to the doctor and wait for a physio, physios are really good for injuries in my experience where you've had, I've been in an accident, I've been, you know, an injury where you've actually injured something versus everyday wear and tear, lower back concerns, etc. I find a chiropractor can work really well for that. If again, you want to know a little bit about that. I did a whole video series of me going to visit my chiropractor. We even did some videos. We, I interviewed her, um, I will put those in the show notes, but again, this comes down to taking responsibility for your own health. If I was in pain, which I have been. Where do I seek out? I seek out people that can help me. So I seek out, you know, is this chiropractor going to help me? I'm going to go and I'm going to get a session. I'm going to look for recommendations from friends. I'm going to, you know, go and I'm going to do that. There's not going to be anything in this world that's going to stop me from wanting to feel better. And I think that that's what I want from you. I think a lot of the times we tend to worry um, that it's going to feel worse making these choices. Or dare I say it, in some instances, being in this, in this way, this, this pain or this tiredness, etc., lets us off the hook for certain things. You know, we maybe get a little bit more attention feeling this way. We maybe, um, it gives us an excuse not to want to pursue our dreams or, or fail or feel worse. It keeps us safe. But when is being in pain safe? When is not feeling the best way that we can feel safe, when is that good for us? It's not. So the final thing I want to say is a lot of the time I think ladies are worried about, you know, doing a new exercise program or a strength training program or any of these things because they think that they're going to really be in a lot more pain on the other side. They really think that in order to see success at exercise or a success at strength training that they need to push themselves so that it really hurts. The no pain, no gain, right? I think it was Jane Fonda that, that came up with that in the eighties and damn her for it because it's really messed with women's heads, right? Because that's not what I believe. I believe that you need to do as much as is necessary, not as much as is possible. And learning your necessary might only be four minutes or 10 minutes or you know building up to 20 minute or 30 minute home based workout that will give you and you will see major results from if you're consistent with it with it and exercise can be energizing it can be the answer why why you feel so you know tired and whatever you know you need to move to generate energy if you think about what energy is Kinetic energy, movement energy, is what gives you energy, yeah? So if you're somebody who's not moving a lot, if you're stuck, if you're sitting a lot, if you're not feeling like able to move, and you continue on that path of not moving, then you literally will grind to a halt. Between the muscle loss of aging, between the, um, you know, you don't use it, you lose it concept, all of these things will equal the fact that you will lose the ability to be able to move and are more likely to have brittle bones, uh, joint problems, more likely to fall and injure yourself. So again, I'm not saying these things to scare you. I'm trying to give you the perspective of understanding that movement, whatever that is, you know, whether you deem it as exercise or yoga or walking or doing strength training, is that you may be are living in a world in your mind where you think that it's really going to be really tough. And if it's tough and I'm not in a, in a place mentally to do something really tough, then I'm not going to do it at all. Versus what I know to be true is that you can get amazing results in terms of how you feel about your confidence, about your energy, about your, your, um, um, just overall health and well being from just four minutes a day. So, I think that, I hope that this chat that we've had today, and I want to kind of wrap it up here for you, is that when it comes to feeling sick, tired, or in pain, there are strategies for you to move yourself out of that. However, the very first thing comes from you taking responsibility. Yeah? Starting to know yourself, know yourself and know how to heal yourself because there's no doctor or healthcare practitioner that's going to do it for you. There's not. And if you're constantly putting your, your power and giving your power away to them and not stepping into your own power and either doing the research or seeking out the information, by all means, reach out to me. If you're like, I've got this injury or I've got this condition, can I do it? I get a lot of those messages per day. I mean, reach out on, on the blog. You can email me at hello at kettlebelltraining.com and myself or one of the team will get back to you. And if there's a specific question, I'll do my best to answer that. Um, you need to start to learn to take control, to empower yourself, to educate yourself, to ask yourself, what could you do today? And literally, my motivation is when I feel bad when I truly feel in pain, like what wouldn't I do to fix that? If this was your child and your child was in pain, what wouldn't you do to fix that? Think of your body just like your child. What wouldn't you do to fix that? So with that thought, Quite deep thought today. I'm going to leave you with that. But what I would say is go check out our show notes, any of the references you want to find out there at warrior goddess kettlebell training.com forward slash podcasts forward slash seventeen. Reach out to me if you do have a specific condition or you want, you know, some thoughts or suggestions of what you could do. By all means, email me at hello at warrior goddess kettlebell training.com. And uh, we will be back again talking about motivation same time next week um same place same time next week talking about all things motivation to help you during this time um, we're going to start talking about resting and when to push and when to rest um, and understanding that relationship with regards to motivation um, but we've been talking about motivation either on our facebook page or here in the podcast um, or even on our blog as well so we've got lots of resources to help you so you don't have to stay stuck So anything I can do to help, reach out, and I look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place, here for the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Enjoy your weekend. Peace out.